Office. Zero Pro Paint, you're going to love it. We do painting, you do life. And now, live from the TCL Broadcast Studios, it's Patrick Royce with Sports Talk. All right, tomorrow morning, I don't know about the rest of you folks, I'll be up at 5 a.m. to see the uh, the uh, preliminaries before the... Uh, the Miss Markle shows up at about 5.58, right after the Queen, and then the wedding, high noon. I can't wait. And, fortunately, we have our own royal wedding correspondent, Mr. Will Morley. How you doing, sir? How's it going, Roycey? Good to, good to speak to you, live from Birmingham, on my way down to London. I thought I saw you standing behind the fence today when William and Harry were shaking hands there with the wedding fans. <laughs> no, I'm not quite that dedicated. That must have been the American influence coming out there for days. <laughs> so, uh, you were you around for the previous... Were you in uh, England for the previous royal wedding, William and Kate? 2011, no. I believe. I, I was in Australia then. Okay. But I was particularly keen on it, so um, we had a part. We had a party to celebrate. So there's that kind of atmosphere in London at the moment. But Will, this one's bigger, isn't it? I mean, this one seems to have the paparazzi in an even crazier. Uh, you know, they're just going nuts for this one because she's an American and she's actress. Uh, all of those things have made this bigger than ever. I would think. Absolutely. Look, it's a, it's a sad time for the royal family, gentlemen. We've got an American influence in oh, the royal oh, family. <laughs> oh. the, hype, the hype has been unbelievable. Um, but look, it's good to have you guys part of the uh, the royal family now. Get the Americans involved. Yeah, well, I think, maybe, maybe I think everyone's excited. Maybe you'll take us over again here eventually. That could happen. Hey, Will, what... Uh, uh, one day we dream. Are there, are, are there some uh, old-timers there grousing about the uh, fact that uh, we're marrying out of the country here? Oh, I'm, I'm sure there are. I'm sure there are. There are probably a few thinking back to the last time an American married into the royal family. Um, it's come a long way since then, back in Edward VIII, back in 1936. We, yes. we keep uh, screwing it up. It. We keep screwing it up every once in a while, don't we? <laughs> well, I think Megan's going to do good, but you like to throw a curveball in every now and then. Uh, um, but, but, uh, but I think Megan's going to do well. All right. Now, the big news today is, now the rumor two days ago, after Dad got uh, benched as far as walking her up the aisle, <laughs> we were going to have Mom do it. But now the big uh, news today is Prince Charles is going to do that. Do you think the uh, you think the groom-to-be put a little pressure on Megan, or do you think it was her decision? Yeah, I'm sure he put a bit of, bit of pressure in there. Keep a little bit of tradition. I think a lot of people thought it would be nice to have Megan's mother walking all the way down the aisle, but they like to keep that bit of tradition at the end there. I think the other piece of news that I've seen come out is that Megan's dress might contain some of the material that Diana's dress was made with. So, chaps, there's something to look out for there. It could be an absolute banger of an evening. <laughs> yes. Hey, Will, they uh, they did find out, in fact, uh, only what, within the last uh, half a day that uh, who the designer of the dress is, and it wasn't the betting favorite. Oh, was it not? No, the, uh, oh. the, the dress is being designed. I got it. Coco Chanel. No, no, no. no, no. Yeah, yeah. 
No, no. Is it going out of my area of expertise, Jasper? Levi's. No? <laughs> Levi's. Let, let me ask, while Patrick is looking for doing his research there, let me just ask you, I'm going to tell you who the most relieved man in the uh, in the king, entire kingdom is, and his name is Donald Jackson. Do you know who Donald Jackson is? <laughs> Who's he? He is the scribe to the queen. So he has to do all okay. the invitations. He's got to do all the invites. Why he's got to he do relieved? all the. Well, because he's, he's all done. Oh, I suppose because it's, it's it's behind him now at this point. But but no, you know what you're forgetting? What? Thank you cards. Oh, he's got to do the he's thank you do cards. Thank you cards. Yeah. Will he's a person out of business now? Uh, he's a personal friend of my mother because my mother's a calligrapher. And, uh, You're a connected man. I'm well connected, <laughs> and I, I can't wait. When I go over to see um, you over in England, I am going to stop by and see Donald and Mabel and just to say uh, greetings and uh, offer them uh, an offering of gherkins of some sort. Yeah, you know what? I think it's going to be hard for Megan is to pronounce uh, gherkin. She's probably used to calling it pickle, but she's got to start with the gherkin, otherwise the queen's not going to know what she's saying. And you don't want to confuse the queen on one of those first, you know, uh, Memorial Day picnics. Especially once she gets pregnant, she's going to have to be able to ask for the gherkins and not the pickle. I'd like some gherkin and chocolate chip ice cream, please. Yeah, you've nailed it from Birmingham. Well, I'm giving you news here. Stella is the designer... A lot of people thought that uh, she would go with a more traditional designer, but she's going with Stella, who is a uh, apparently a personal friend of her and well respected. And uh, but they say the it's she ver- she designs very straight and fitted dresses. Even though we don't expect cleavage, we're going to have uh, a, a very well fitted dress. On uh, Meghan Markle, and all of us who are Meghan Markle fans are looking forward to that. <laughs> You're going to be waking up early, are you then? Oh, oh, I wouldn't miss oh, it. Oh, yeah, for my, sure. My <laughs> wife, this is uh, the, the greatest event of my wife's golden years, I'll tell you that. Before we proceed, Patrick, let me interject because I was just FYI'd. Stella, and uh, Will, this is probably news to you as well. Stella McCartney is the daughter of Paul McCartney, oh. so she is the designer. So there's wow. a uh, there's a, a family reaching uh, out to the Beatles. Yes, uh, yes. I I didn't know I'd learn so much about fashion on this show. This is amazing. See, Americans bringing you more information, and you live there amongst them. I know hey, what's happening to the world. Hey, Will on the telly. In uh, in Britain, is suits are suits reruns like tearing it up in the ratings there now? Is that what everybody's <laughs> yeah. watching? Exactly, suits just over and over and over again. Um, it's good. It, you know, it's good. Everyone is going absolutely Megan, uh, Megan and Harry mad here, and I think with the added element of, of having an American involved, it's just gone absolutely through the roof. And, of course, all the uh, young women want to have the Markle Sparkle for their teeth. Have you, as a uh, lifelong Englishman, be a f- are you offended by all the teeth jokes that Englishmen have to put up with? Yeah, I think, I think it's incredibly, incredibly rude. <laughs> anyway, it's not all about the teeth, Rosie. It's all about the accent. Yeah, but it's all, but they're spot on with it. I mean, you guys, do you guys even have dentists over there? Or do you just, what, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, we we have we have Dennis. It's all about having a bit of character, a bit of originality in your teeth. 
Yes, of course. It's something different. And as you age, uh, your voice gets scratchier and you have more buck teeth. Yes. I'm quite excited. You can, you can store more food in between them. <laughs> okay. Right. Okay, well, you're now heading to London with uh, meeting some pals, uh, meeting some uh, friends. What happens tonight on the eve of the royal wedding? Will it? Will London be crazy? Parties all over? The Eve of London will be, um, yeah, will be absolutely mad. Um, everyone will probably be queuing for hours, waiting for a train to get to Windsor to go and, uh, to go and watch the wedding. But they'll be, they'll be waiting, they'll be excited. Um, they'll be on a few beers when we get down to London. Um, it's going to be a few pints. It's going to be great. I think it's a great atmosphere. Tomorrow, everyone about in full force. And for once, uh, in, in the UK weather, it's looking good. It's going to be sunny. Um, yeah, definitely get, get watching it. Make sure you're up bright and early. Could you imagine being a part of Harry's bachelor party? <laughs> oh, yeah, my Have you ever heard of that? Will, have you heard of that? Is there any, <laughs> has there been any leaking where it was? What happened? He has a propensity to leave for Vegas, I think. Yeah, he's he's really got the good job because he's he's sixth in line. He'll never have to be king. He can do ding or anything he wants to. Yeah, he's um, he's he's done well for himself, and he's certainly had a few party days. So I'm sure with him and his brother Will, they had a great bachelor party. Now, where are um, you headed? Where are you headed? Where? Are, what area of London will you be hanging out in tonight? So I'll be hanging out. Um, I'm driving to Putney, um, which is in London, down by the river, um, and then tomorrow we'll be heading out to Windsor, to the Great Park, to Windsor Castle, um, to go and to go and watch watch the wedding. You're going to watch. You're going to be in the mob. You're going to watch the wedding. Yeah, I think I'm thinking I'm going to go along and have a look. Why not get involved? These things don't happen very much. You're, you're not even having a laugh, are you? <laughs> no, he's going to be there. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. Deadly serious. Well, that's good. Has the queen, uh, the the perception of the queen, the the youth, the the people that love Meghan Markle and Prince Harry and uh, Prince William, are they? Do you get a sense that they they want the queen not to? Have, I don't want to say anything foolish, but to just maybe retire and and let this youth movement proceed. Are they getting tired of the queen? I I think um, I think at the moment everyone everyone loves everyone loves the queen. It's who's coming next, whether it's Charles or Will. I think everyone's more than happy for the queen to continue um, and continue as is. Really, she's an amazing um, amazing icon. And then as as to where it goes next is is where it's quite touchy um, at the moment. Whether it goes to Charles or whether it goes to Will, no one's quite sure. So, but, but in the scheme of things, it should go to Charles. Will Morley's with us. Uh, one uh, very important question. Is there a royal wed- wedding in your future here? Uh, is is there a girlfriend yet? <laughs> Royce, I wish, I wish there's a royal wedding. <laughs> um, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully in the months to come, there will be a royal wedding. We just watch this space. Well, we can't wait for the invite for you and Mrs. Morley. <laughs> quite, I'm quite excited for that. Be, it's going to be up in Birmingham with the Peaky Blinders. It's going to be great. <laughs> yes. I, will, I will cut my hair out like a Peaky Blinder just so I may attend. Hey, is the Peaky, Blinder, the is the Peaky Blinders pub still around or not? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Peaky Blinders are huge over here. Was, I think they are in the States, but absolutely massive TV program. Oh, Peaky yeah. Blinders pub, you go up to Birmingham. Have a few gherkins in your burger, and no, it's great. <laughs> okay. uh, one, one more question for you. What did you do in Australia? What was your favorite part of Australia? 
My favourite part of Australia, um, the women. (laughs) 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 Australia, awesome place, just so far away from everything, loved it. I, uh, Will, the only time I was there was for three weeks for the Olympics, and they are more irreverent, satirical people than we are, those Aussies. They have an edge to them. They are hilarious. yeah, they've got a great sense of humour. Although I have to say, you Americans get sometimes get a bit confused between an Australian and an English accent. I had that many a time. <laughs> Everyone says, "You from Australia?" No. Well, uh, now you. Well, gonna... once the Australians yeah. took over Germany, that's what made everybody mad, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, Will, uh, you're going to come and visit us just briefly for a couple of days this summer, huh? Yeah, looking forward to it. Definitely going to come come up for a day and, and see you guys. Come and show my face. All right. Well, so, uh, I think the main thing I need to do is tell Rookie how to eat. I saw the picture of him eating off the stage. <laughs> He's eating his boiled That made it all so the way over there. How to eat. Silver yeah. service. Yeah, yeah, I saw it. Okay. me, Rookie. All right. Love all you right. like a brother, but the brother that I love the least. <laughs> all right. Thank you. Uh, thanks, thank Will. Thank you, Will. Thanks for the... Uh, I soon. I can't believe he's going to go sit in the stand in the mob. He's going to be right amongst them, aren't There's you? There's going to be a five hundred thousand people there. That's fantastic. It Quite is. exciting. It is. Quite exciting. <laughs> How old is he now? He's about twenty. I mean, his mid twenties. Yeah, uh, late twenties. Because that one was he here? No, five years ago. Late. No, it wasn't that long ago. No? I think he was only twenty-one or two when he was here. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah. Well, that's no, fine for me. But that kid just lives a life of fun. There's no, uh, there's no uh, Mrs. Morley in the offing yet, because uh, my wife, when she met him. Wanted to line him up with everyone she'd ever met. Well, <laughs> my guess is, based upon knowing the young man, he's uh, he's doing all right. <laughs> he's he's got not out. in a hurry. He's not in a hurry. And he's not in a hurry. Well, he'll uh, he's so he'll but he'll be standing there watching the wedding. That's good. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, kind of sad that uh, the uh, that the royals said, ah, no, Megan, uh, mom's not walking up the no, aisle. You're going uh, up with the uh, with the prince. So. We'll bring out Dumbo. Yes. <laughs> all right. Yes. We'll be back. Ian. We have never worked a day together on the air, Matthew Mikulski, where you have not embarrassed me. <laughs> so really? way to keep a perfect record. Did I? <laughs> Manny and I are sitting in the office just holding our he- heads in our hands. Really? <laughs> yes, yes, really. That means you like Which me? Which part? <laughs> Wait, wait, is he ripping me or is he giving me a compliment? No, he's he's ripping you. Oh, dang it. No, the, it was, I thought Rook was pretty restrained today with his uh, Will Morley uh, imitation. I tried to hold back. Yes, you did. I did. Patrick, I I was telling the fellas off the air, there's no way you can convince me that Prince Harry's life is better than Will Morley's. (laughs) (laughs) If I was going to trade places with one person on the planet, it would be Will. And I get to be your wingman then. Because you don't... Because if you go to Vegas and make a complete fool out of yourself, nobody's going to bother you. And I can afford the damages. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And what a great guy he is. Oh, God, he's a good kid. It's such a pleasure meeting and knowing that guy. (laughs) So awesome. uh, I think he's only going to be stopping over here for a day. Who God knows where he's going. Uh, He's uh, He's got a plan. He 
He's still exploring the world. Yeah. Uh, so that's, that's a As good he deal. should. The hey, world traveler. Golfers, Big Ten, regular season champions. They beat Rutgers that? today in baseball. So they uh, win, the, win the Big Ten title. Uh, second one in three years. I think the tenth of um, Coach Anderson's career, if I'm not mistaken. So wow. good for them. Five to three. They got a good team. Uh, they'll be the number one seed in the Big Ten tournament next week, and I'm not sure where it is, but it's not here. I know that they I had it. it was. Last oh. time they had it here, there was nobody. Uh, the Gophers didn't make it. There was nobody at the game. They had it at Target Field, and it was about 14 degrees, and they had uh, 28 people at the game. So I don't think we'll be getting it. But anyway, Gophers win the Big Ten title. Omaha. Right. She's in Omaha this year. Hey, your MnDOT guys, uh, Kenny. Uh-oh. Uh, Brewers in town. Yeah. West Western Wisconsin. Yeah. We're going to have a lot of drunken Brewer fans sleeping There's, in Loring Park this weekend. Yeah, and... She closed 94 <laughs> East, right? But they can get into town. There's they gonna, can. They yes, might, yeah, that's the trouble. They <laughs> might, <laughs> there might be some lane changes or uh, lane closures along the way in the East Metro, but like, yeah, the big problem is the downtown Minneapolis situation. Yes. And uh, the now... I saw they're supposed to close the freeway at 10, right? Yeah. I saw today, I came in on 394, that they're closing the ramp at 9. Yes, they always do that in preparation. They got to get an extra hour in there to keep you from going. So walk us through, Kenny, here, because it's a little confusing. 35 north to... Can you hear this whispering? To 94 east. That's going to be closed. Um, that's the that's the big three year one uh, northbound thirty five W that long flyover ramp that yep. takes you onto westbound ninety four right where the Curtis used yeah. to be down there yep. Matt. close closing tonight and and uh, staying closed for three years okay three wow years. this one yeah the flyover well, what am I doing uh well what am I doing to go that way thankfully you should seldom no, not me but I mean if I'm the coming general in that public way. Uh, highway sixty two northbound one hundred inbound three ninety four. It's a long mm-hmm. detour, isn't why, it? Why are we mad at that uh, ramp Well, there? they have to do something. They yeah, have, that ramp needs to Yeah, come they down. have to update that. thing's that. a piece of crap, and it's too narrow, and, and it's just wrong. So that's going to go. And then uh, for the weekend, both directions of 94 are closed between 394 and a 35W, so that's not an option this weekend. And just <laughs> to throw a, a little extra confusion in the mix, they're also closing Hennepin Lindale. Uh, between Oak Grove and Dunwoody, basically as it runs along. Why, uh, why, why? Lower, lower I saw Park. that. Why are they doing that? The Irene Hickston Whitney Bridge, that pedestrian bridge. We're not taking that down. No, but they've been rebuilding it. Okay. So. All right. Well, yeah. So uh, walk, basically, is your best advice. All right. Well, we'll be back. What's it? We got Brucey boy? We do. We have Bruce's final report, and that's the Your Money Now report. It comes to us courtesy of Owatonna's own Federated Insurance. And is Mr. Bruce Vale all set to go? Well, I am indeed. Stocks were mostly lower at the close of trading today. The three major indexes each had losses for the full week. The Dow Jones Industrial Average did gain one point today, closing at 24,715. But the NASDAQ Composite fell 28 points, and the S&P 500 lost seven. Mortgage rates this week jumped to their highest level since 2011, signaling a shift to a higher rate environment and possibly hurting first-time buyers. Mortgage finance giant Freddie Mac said the average rate on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage rose to 4.61% this week from 4.55% a week ago. There is new hope 
For the estimated 37 million people in the country who suffer from migraine headaches, the FDA has approved an application from Amgen and Novartis for Amovig, an injectable drug touted as the first treatment designed specifically to prevent migraines. It is expected to be available to patients within a week, and three other similar treatments are expected to hit the market within the next year. I'm Bruce Vale with Your Money Now on 1500 ESPN. Okay, sir, we thank you very much. Have a nice weekend. We'll talk to you again on Monday. Uh, Checking traffic here. We're going to go over to Northbound 100. This report sponsored by Concordia University, and you'll find Northbound 100. Hold on, let me call the map up. It's jamming uh, right around 50th before Excelsior Boulevard. It's due to a crash that's blocking the left lane just north of Minnetonka Boulevard. So it's a 15-minute for a uh, 15-minute drive northbound 100 to 494 to 394. Eastbound 694, the other ugly one off the rails 169 over to University. You'll find wrecks along the way at Xerxes and East River Road. Get on track to a successful business career with Concordia University. All right, we picked up a crash that's worth a mention here before we get back to the big show. It's uh, eastbound 494. It's blocking uh, the collector-distributor lanes of eastbound 494 to 169. Nobody getting through there. Uh, So eastbound 494 quickly backing and stacking in Eden Prairie. Once you clear that, those speeds do pick up for a little while until you back it down all over again at France. Yeah, close. Oh, that was pretty good. I'm yeah, nice. Bad. Close. Could have been worse. You only listened to the song four times before you started. <laughs> <laughs> you did. Johnny hiked with a news and sports update. Thank you, Patrick. Sunny and 83 degrees. Twins and Brewers tonight at Target Field. Kyle Gibson for the Twins. Brent Suter pitches for the Brewers. A couple gopher notes. The softball team opens up NCAA tournament action tonight, playing Texas in Seattle. And this afternoon, the Gophers baseball team beat Rutgers 5-3 to to claim their 24th Big Ten championship. And at 5.03, John Anderson there will uh, join us to uh, talk about his latest uh, collection of Big Ten regular season champs. Pat, right. uh, the tournament's going to be held in Omaha, and I'm pulling up their ballpark. This is re- what, what minor league affiliate would it be? Because this can't be for the school stadium. Well, they got the College World Series there. The, oh, well, that's the right. World Series ballpark. It's, it's TD, really whatever TD Ameritrade yeah. Park or whatever. Yeah, this is yes. really cool. Yeah, it's the College World Series Park. News notes from today. The suspected shooter arrested after the shootings that killed 10 people at Santa Fe High School in Texas this morning is 17-year-old Demetrius Porgachis, according to the Galveston County Sheriff's Office. A second person of interest was also detained. Porgachis, as a junior, shared photographs on a now-defunct Facebook page of a T-shirt that said, Born to Kill, and clothing adorned with German nationalist things. He played on the defensive line for the school football team during his freshman year. Although his Facebook page cites a connection to the U.S. Marine Corps, a USMC spokesperson said he's not affiliated in any way with the Marines. A woman who answered the phone at his house said, give us our time right now, thank you. Nine students killed in the shootings, one teacher, ten people were injured. A resource officer was also injured in the shooting. We found out in the past hour he was shot in the elbow and still is in surgery for... Uh, to get that, do we know why? Uh, we know what we- weapon he was wielding. Or he, had that a, he had a shotgun and a thirty-eight okay. handgun. Oh, sorry, or, and a handgun. Early reports said there uh, was a uh, you know an automatic style rifle, but later reports do not mention that. Just the thirty-eight and the shotgun. And what about the uh, explosives? There were some all allegedly the planted. Yes, they okay. were all over. They're in. 
They were around the school. They were around a residence of his uh, that they uh, went to and also in the automobile that he was driving. And they uh, they have found all those, although they're still uh, saying uh, proceed with caution to make sure there's none somewhere you know else in the uh, city. Mm-hmm. And they have taken care of all of those. So mm-hmm. we'll see. All right. Minnesota Bureau of Criminal Apprehension reports that two-year-old from South Carolina who was missing has been found and is now in protective custody. Authorities say Dakota Ray was located in Iowa late last night. She is safe. Her parents, Jessica and William Ray, were arrested on unrelated charges. Authorities were concerned about the child's welfare. Reported her parents were believed to be heavy methamphetamine users. She was taken by her parents in Camden, South Carolina, April 25th. Uh, April 15th, I'm sorry. Law enforcement said the trio was captured on a surveillance camera in Iowa on Monday, and they stopped at a gas station here in Marshall, Minnesota. The Sports Facilities Authority Board today unanimously approved Interim Director Jim Farstad as the permanent executive director to oversee U.S. Bank Stadium. The previous executive director, Rick Evans, announced he was stepping down for health reasons last November after only nine months on the job. Farstad has served as the chief technology advisor to the MSFA, but has been serving in the interim role since Evans stepped down. Farstad will be paid an annual salary of $165,333. What was that? How much? $165,333. Okay. If you can keep the panels from falling on people's heads, I guess it would be worth it. Authorities are trying to figure out how a box of ammunition fell from a military helicopter and crashed through the roof of an elementary school in Texas. What kind of rounds? Uh, Luckily, nobody was injured when the ammo box hit Parkland Elementary School in El Paso. The incident happened around uh, 3.45 in the afternoon. The ammo box left a hole in the roof, caused a power outage in the building. What kind of ammo? I don't have that, Kenny. (laughs) I ignored it the first time. What would you think? Military ammo. Big Big bullets, big, big, big honkers, the kind that gets people. Box of ammunition. That's what we're dealing with here. It's it's idiots. I think it was gold or yellow. Uh-huh. It is. <laughs> oh, they were all yellow, same hey, color. They're hey, all the same what color. What was the By movie? Chance, do what you mean the, brass? Brass. What was there the movie when the woman comes flying into the boy's <laughs> bedroom and he said, "Thank Animal you, House. God." Thanks, Animal God. God. You know, how'd she get fly? How'd she end up flying? She was in the house next door. I think in the sorority or frat house, and then somehow uh, she flew out. I don't know if it was a ladder or what, and then right through the window into his. I think he was looking through a girly mag, wasn't he? I think he was. Yes. You know, just based upon the looks I see uh, the traffic man giving the producer every day, I think the rookie and Kenny show would result in rookie being choked to death live on the air. We'd have to be in two separate studios. Yeah, a real short run, Kenny. Kenny and Rook are buddies compared to Kenny and Burnsy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they were yeah. in here at 6 a.m. They were both grumpy. And, oh. uh... <laughs> Nobody scared me like John scared me. Oh, my goodness. One time I made the mistake of I was on the air and I snapped my fingers at him to get his attention. Oh, Let me tell yeah, you, that, that, that was the wrong thing to do. <laughs> it's like whistling at a waitress. In retrospect, I wish and, I uh, wouldn't have never done that. <laughs> Bernsey had that face that he would make in a situation like that that just scared. Well, the he living he the hell out he of had some advice for me when I got off. The <laughs> I guess he did, and uh, I heeded that advice. <laughs> <laughs> PayPal just clinched it. When he gives you the right look, you're just kind of, he looks back, he doesn't say much, 
but the talking heads come to mind. <laughs> and psycho killer here. <laughs> Bernsey was a very bright guy, but uh, expressing his thoughts wasn't his number one asset because he, as he will admit, in his youth there were some, yeah. uh, there were some. You know, supplements involved. <laughs> but he was always, I always knew him when he was sober. So yeah. Oh, uh, I did too. I, I never met the he, other I never Bernsey. knew him when he was the other Bernsey. <laughs> I was, met the uh, other me and I didn't like him that well. Bernsey was great. Uh, my kid was, I don't know, probably 10 or so. Yeah. And I'd come in, Bernsey would play games with him. Mm-hmm. And I'd be yeah. just like happy. Had a, games like, no. what's your next move, punk? <laughs> no. Like no. You know, are you going to grab it or go? play video games with him and they'd have a ball. <laughs> Oh, you're going to hit that button him. or am I going to have to punch you in the face? <laughs> we're making him sound awful. He's, he's not. not. He's him. not. He's, a big, he's very bear. gentle. Big but teddy bear. I got along yeah. great with him. Yeah. yeah. But the, 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 the most frustrating person. Let's face it, though. If he was an actor, he would rarely play the good guy. <laughs> you're, uh, you're correct. You're correct. <laughs> Typecast. Yes. A Maryland woman who won a $32,655 lottery jackpot, her third big win said her winning numbers why do you tell us this story they just agitate it only encourages me to buy one lottery (laughs) ticket said her winning numbers came to her in a dream oh right the owings mills maryland woman told maryland lottery officials her lotto luck began when she dreamed about being in a train station and asking for directions to a street johnny i gotta interrupt you yeah Kenny, this woman has dreams with winning lottery numbers. You have dreams with Al Sicker, my guy. That's it. You you got no shot. I'm dreaming the wrong things. (laughs) I had a dream the other uh, night that an Alexandria, Douglas County deputy, a lady pulled me over and told me just to shut the hell up. She wanted to just just shut up. Just shut up. You know, that's our second related winning story today. Rook, what was the the one that we Rick, Rick from Harlingen <laughs> called earlier, and he had a, uh, a a joke, a Preakness joke. He said a woman who won $175,000 betting on the Kentucky Derby was mugged, beaten, and robbed of most of the money in the parking lot after the race. Now, the woman, I don't know where, what state she lives in, but she has received cards and greetings from all over, mostly asking if she's feeling better, if police have any suspects, and who does she like in the Preakness? <laughs> <laughs> So there's that. Hope you're feeling yeah. better, too. Yeah. Say, by the way. <laughs> the woman, uh, if you're wondering, I told you it was a third yeah. big win. Oh, this, yeah. this was a little over 32 grand. Oh, okay. uh, in November 2017, oh, hey, uh, excuse me. In uh, uh, November 2017, she won a little over 41 grand. And in February of this year, she won a little over 125 grand. Man. So three different well, she's got a She's got a job now. She just can play the lottery. 200 Fine. grand. She's no, jazz roll it over. Mel Jazz would say, he's, he's got a good job. What's he? What's your husband do? Well, he shovels horse manure. Oh, he's got a good job. We'll be back. In the state of Virginia, a man was reported missing then found hours later on the side of the road, uh, road, told police he was kidnapped, drugged, held against his will by members of a motorcycle gang. The FBI says he fabricated that story. Oh, and, yeah, I would have known right. that immediately. Yeah, that doesn't yeah. sound. Yeah. Said he fabricated. And then they uh, they gave me candy, and then uh, <laughs> no, no, stop lying. 
I once knew a person who was who uh, whose excuse was that they made her use crack cocaine. So right, yeah, because that stuff grows on trees. Yeah, <laughs> three times a week. I went back Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So anyway, get to the punchline now. Mm-hmm. The FBI says he fabricated the story and several others so he could disappear from his wife and start a new life with his mistress. That a boy. Okay. Larry Wayne Price Jr. arrested last week, charged with lying to federal authorities. Prosecutors said after Price's wife reported him missing April 14th, police in his hometown of Bluefield, Virginia. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bluefield, Virginia. And the county sheriff's office launched a massive search that included the use of state police helicopters and dogs. (laughs) The 38-year-old Price was located that night by a driver who noticed him on the side. And the the mistress said, honey, are you sure this was a good idea? (laughs) You think maybe we should have just said we're leaving? Jeez. Uh, speaking of criminal masterminds, a South Florida man accused of leaving multiple voicemails saying he'd blow up a mosque days before Ramadan. The way officials found him, they checked caller ID. Twenty-six-year-old <laughs> Dustin himself. Nope. Twenty-six-year-old Dustin Hughes alleged to have called the Jamaat Ulamatakin Mosque in Pembroke Pines, Florida, four times in the week. He claimed he had planted a bomb in the mosque. I wonder if he's related to the guy that showed up at the school in Texas with the red hat on and the gun. Oh, God. They seem like they're brothers. His uh, message said, I planted a bomb in your temple. I'm going to blow your bleeping temple up, you bleeping piece of bleep. That was the first voicemail. Uh, Police in Pembroke Pines, roughly 23 miles north of Miami, responded to the mosque, confirmed there were no explosives planted. During their investigation, officers noticed the digital caller ID listed the man's name as... (laughs) Dustin Hughes, <laughs> according to the federal wow. complaint. Big D. What uh, did he tell him when the cop showed up? Uh, uh, he, he actually said uh, he was uh, happy that the, the FBI told him he scared people at the mosque. He clapped and said, I'm happy. I, well, that's what I wanted to do. Why? But, yeah, I, I don't know. Now he's, he's in jail, right? Exactly. Okay. Authorities have charged him with... Where work. his rage will only increase mm-hmm. tenfold. Mm-hmm. Charged with willfully making a bomb threat by telephone okay. if convicted. Maximum 10 years in prison, according to the Department of yeah, Justice. Yeah, he needs to sit in the full 10, too. We don't need him out. Three burglary suspects arrested when a missing prosthetic arm was found in their car. <laughs> <laughs> The Nevada County Sheriff's Office reports investigators were looking. Whose arm is this? Can I lend you a hand? And the, the one guy's going like this. I don't know who's. Uh, I don't know. Not mine. He's doing like that with one arm. Nevada County Sheriff's Office reports investigators were searching for the suspects responsible for a burglary that took place last week on Newton Road. During that burglary, the prosthetic arm was taken. An officer with the Grass Valley Police Department uh, came across the suspects and, upon a search of their car, found an arm. Nobody in the car needed the arm. Michael Martin, Emma St. Clair, and Mike Mulligan were all arrested on suspicion of burglary and possession of stolen property after a search warrant found things that had been stolen. The arm is back with its owner. What a relief. How, uh, how can this happen? A Fort Myers store clerk was making sure you wouldn't win at lottery scratch off. She was selling pre-scratched lotto tickets. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping the winners and selling the losers. Well, she just... What does she do? Uh, scratch off the code and scan it? No, she was scratching off the actual numbers. So, pe- well, why would 80, go ahead? That's my question. <laughs> why also, why would people buy us pre-scratched? I have no Cause idea. Because they're just drones and they're just scratch. They don't even realize it's already scratched off. Yeah, she, uh, I want to know uh, why she thought this would work. This was at the Circle K on Metro Parkway. Oh, no. I know what her mode of operation was. She would hand them the ticket, and they would just before they put the quarter on there, she go, "Oh, that's not a winner," and snatch. <laughs> it back. How do you know? Well, look at you scratched it off already. 
They, uh, <laughs> the uh, scratches that she put on were big enough so that the numbers could be seen, right. although smaller than you do normally. Oh. So uh, the numbers could be seen. Investigators said they reviewed the store surveillance cameras that showed the woman scratching the tickets, pocketing the winners, and putting losers back in a pile to be sold. 83 of them were sold before somebody discovered what was going on with scratch-offs that sell up to 20 bucks each. Customers said uh, with Klinkler, their chances of winning was zero. She was arrested for tampering so, with lotto tickets. What's your name? Her name is uh, Klinkler, first name Wendy. Wendy Klinkler. Okay. Yeah. It sounds like a sitcom character. <laughs> so wouldn't this be a good investment, Patrick? It's kind of akin to boxing the field when you go to a track, right? Yeah. Why not just walk in there? Um, when they put a fresh roll of scratch-offs in and buy the whole Well, because roll. they're going to make a profit, right? I mean, if But they... there's bound to be enough winners in there to pay you back, right? No. Come on. No, not no. completely, no. you think? You don't think no. so? No. Some of those $10 tickets well, pay gonna... over $100,000. Yeah, but they're putting uh, 500 of them there with the idea that they're going to make at least half, twice as much money as uh, they're going to pay out, you know? I think you're trying to shut me down because yes, you're going to go do it yourself. <laughs> never bought a lottery ticket. What? Really? I mean, I've not, like never a bought off. a scratch off. Never bought really? a scratch. I oh, bought a lottery ticket. That's one of the great. Only when it gets to a hundred million, though. What good would fifty million? Yeah. Do, a guy? do you know you how? Tell a exactly. Do you have any idea how much optimism you can buy for ten dollars? You buy that ten dollars scratch off ticket. There's a chance at a hundred k. You are on cloud right. nine mm-hmm. until you scratch it off <laughs> yeah. for the next four minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're really for riding a wave because <laughs> this is gonna be awesome. Between my wife and I, I would say we probably bought in the last ten years a hundred dollars or a lot. Lottery tickets. Never checked one of them to see if we won the world. Oh, He's the guy no, that it's in the bottom of his garbage can. Yeah. Yeah. Two more days yeah. before it expires. <laughs> oh no! Never checked. Why don't you just I, buy I them? I figure they'll come and knock on the door. No, they're not going to oh, knock on. They're going to keep their money. No, no, they're going to keep their money. Why don't you give them to us? We'll check them for you. Right. When you buy them. And I'll, we'll use the honor system, right? Yeah, of course. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You had a $4 winner, and it was actually $100 million. How come Reavers just moved to Mexico? Yeah. <laughs> Has anybody talked to Chris lately? A <laughs> uh, weird story from Nebraska. Six young squirrels whose tails were stuck together by tree sap are recovering <laughs> after a wildlife expert untangled them. Oh. Tree sap? Nebraska Humane Society worker rescued the squirrels from a pine tree in Omaha last week. The sap-covered tails became knotted as the young squirrels wrestled in their nest. Resident you Cr- sure they weren't just waking up after a night of partying? <laughs> Resident Craig Lukeman. Things got weird last night, man. Yeah, but these are babies. Come on. Yeah, they were only eight weeks old. Oh, so. gross, John. Resident <laughs> Craig, Why did you bring that up? Resident Craig Lutman spotted the rodent's predicament, describing it as kind of like a tug of war going in six different directions. The squirrels were given a mild painkiller before removing the sticky fur and untangling them. She says some of them suffered injuries to their tails, but they all should be back to normal within a few weeks. Boy, there's nothing that uh, brings music to my ears quicker than mild painkiller. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, now Kenny's happy. All right. Thank you. Yep.